The Dreadcast episode, which you are about to hear, is an account of the macabre battle that occurred when two slasher icons came face to face. Not a single listener was prepared for the grotesque violence that followed between these two deranged monsters. What would intentionally be disguised as a mere peaceful afternoon could not hide the harrowing nightmarish reality of what was to come. Screams were silenced by the blade of a knife. Limbs were torn by the relentless edge of a chainsaw. The events of that day would become forever immortalized in the annuals of horror podcasting history, known to all as Slasher vs. Slasher, Ghostface vs. Leatherface. Well, on that last rusty chainsaw note of the last episode, welcome back to episode three of the Dreadcast, where we are finally, finally finishing off our Scream. I guess you could yeah. call it near enough Scream month. We're yeah, done it was with a Scream month, wasn't it? We're done with Scream for a bit. So, episode three, uh, we are going to be having a bit of a fight. Not us two. Yeah, no. But we're going to be having a fight with leading on to our new franchise, which in episode four, we will be focusing on... A nice yeah. uh, golden oldie, shall we say? I mean, to be well, he is a golden oldie, an it's OG. Not, it's, not, it's not an oldie though. The next, the next episode. Well, I mean, the next, yeah. the, the film that we're, yeah, the film we're reviewing is not, yeah. a, not a golden oldie, but the character at least is a this, golden oldie. You could call this episode a segue. This is our segue yes. into the next, the next one, the, the the future of the podcast for the time being. So yeah. in today's episode, we will be doing Slasher versus Slasher. And obviously, we've been talking about Scream, so we'll be talking yep. about Ghostface. Only in Scream 1. Yeah. Versus, yeah, we're only going to go to the originals. Versus Leatherface from the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Now, the re- reason why we're doing Texas Chainsaw Massacre is because, as I alluded to, the next episode, episode 4, uh, we'll, we'll, yeah, we will be reviewing and probably crying and hating on I hope we're not. I'm saying that. I hope no. Hopefully not. Advance, but... I hope it's good. But we will be oh, yeah. trying to review the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre film straight to Netflix. The true because sequel. But um, yeah, let's no be honest. I mean, it. I mean, looking at the trailer that we've seen and the pictures that we've seen, both oh. of us, we don't. Horrific. I mean, let's set the bar slightly low because, quite frankly, the pot. I was about to say the podcast of it, the plot of it. Um, already makes no sense no. um but no, that's that's something we'll leave till next week because I, I, we, otherwise this whole episode is just gonna be us having a bit of a rant about a film that's not even come out yet oh and i could go for a good half hour right now i know I you need, could, i yeah. need to get it out get <laughs> it out of me you gotta uh, wait a week so until then we're oh, gonna dear. we're gonna bridge the gap between scream and the Texas Chainsaw Massacre franchise. Oh, you know, we're, we're yeah. not going into the franchise itself of Chainsaw Massacre, but we're just... No. This is the nice bridge. So, so Ghostface from Scream 1 versus Leatherface from Texas Chainsaw Massacre 1974. And mm. we've got... How many categories have we got to... We have six. Six categories we've got to go through. We have... Six categories. Yeah. So the way we're trying to do this, obviously this is subject to further review, um, depending on how well it works, does not work, what we change, mm. and etc. But the categories that we're going for, we have in, I guess we'll just do these in order, is we have category one is cinematic impact. So how impacting was 
either the character or actually no, we'll go with the character i think i don't think we'll do the franchise because otherwise that's yeah. just a bit bit too long um category number two is survivability can they be survived how hard is it to survive them etc category number kill th- count the, sorry the kill oh count yes there as well yeah i'm trying to yeah i think the kill count as well would be quite nice yeah. um luckily yeah if you were to do like i think all franchise kills we'd be here for decades yep. um but i think Especially most Friday of the, the 13th. oh yeah you'd be here for way too long mm. um i think with these two it's quite nice because the whilst they have kills in their films there's not too many so no, we can kind of like I've, okay I've we can, noted them can down. manage <laughs> yeah so category number three is weapon of choice mm. how terrifying is their weapon of choice if it comes flying towards you i think that's my most prominent one i've got notes on the weapon of choice the, we- the yeah. weapon discussion i've got quite a bit on that looking forward to that that's good i think that one's yeah, I think that one is the one that we're probably going to be too. We're going to be different on, but we'll see mm-hmm. how we see what we chose. Mm-hmm. Category four is brutality. How brutally do they dispatch their victims? Yeah, um, that one I think is going to be quite fun to uh, dive into. Category number five is strength. How strong are they compared to each other? Um, that one I think is going to be interesting. Um, yeah, and again, yeah. if we were doing the franchise, say, I mean, say for Scream. Where there's so yeah. many different killers, which we we've we've gone so into in the past oh, yeah. two episodes about how could uh, the strength of this killer compared to the strength of this ghost face is uh, yeah, it's a bit subjective. A bit tricky. Yeah. Yeah. And category number six is the fear factor. Just yeah. how who would you be more afraid of? I think is the way we're going to go with that one. Would it be Ghostface if he comes at you, or would it be Leatherface if he comes at you? Which one personally right. do we think is more terrifying? I think that one will be a quick round. Are you sure? Oh, okay. Oh, For me, anyway. <laughs> For you, anyway. Yeah. yeah. For, well, again, I think we're going to differ on different opinions, but we'll see. Well, that's good. Um, that's good. That that's is good. So, uh, it's what the people want. It's what the people want. Give them the blood. Give, you got to give it to them. <laughs> so each category has a max points of two points each for a total of 12. Um, I would say, yeah, which whoever wins which category... I guess they get the two points, the only gets the one. Mm. Um, and at the end of it, the higher slash wins and gets, well, it lives to uh, slash another day while the loser falls to their weapon of choice. So our first category, as we are discussing our first slasher versus slasher series, yeah. uh, Ghostface versus Leatherface. Again, these are only from Screen the 1 originals. and 1974 Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So yeah. first category. Brutality. Cinematic impact. No. Oh, oh sorry, sorry, sorry. No, 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 you are right. What a good start. What a we good... haven't actually put these into it. Uh, we'll put these into order after we've finished recording this today yeah. because we'll be like, okay, let's... To be fair, I mean, cinematic impact, probably we should do last anyway. Um, oh, it's we've got plenty one. of slashers to do with this in the future. Yeah, we do. So, yeah. Well, we'll go well, with cinematic impact first, shall we, then? So, go for... I'm, I think we when we do these categories, it's yep. it's, it's going to be either of our opinions and then we're trying to find the yes. middle ground really yeah no in no that. way is this uh is this us giving you the definitive answer to no, who is no, no, the no, no, no. the base one um this is basically just us saying which one we think i think we're so, to be fair i think on this one we're we're the same we have the same opinion who wins um i think so. either that yeah i think we have but i do have some you go first you go first i have a few notes okay. on it what, what do you think so with these two i think it's quite interesting because both of them are 
responsible for sort of a research not a, well scream is is very um notable for its resurgence of bringing back the slasher genre in the the 2000s obviously slashes at that point you know we're on the decline jason michael and freddie were going off on really weird tangents even leatherface at that point in time was doing some weird stuff um oh you're telling me but then wes craven brought it back with scream by quite amusingly taking the piss out of the slasher genre and managing to revitalize it completely so I was torn between choosing my thoughts on these two. So on the one hand, I thought, well, Ghostface single-handedly managed to kick the slasher genre back into action. Mm. And you could say a lot of the more like modern slashers may not have come around if Scream hadn't been made. Mm. But then at the same time, you could say without Leatherface back in 1974, potentially you may not have had many of these slasher guys. I mean, I would I say that Leatherface is directly responsible for influencing Michael Myers, who came out five years later, 1979, five years later. 78. So with me, I sat there and I was thinking about this. And I honestly, I had to give it to the Leatherface mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. purely because when he came onto the scene, obviously there were a few like proto slashes uh, with Psycho, Black Christmas that were kind of, even Michael Myers and to that degree afterwards were, I guess you could call Leatherface a proto-slasher. But the impact that he had in 1974 sing, probably single-handedly helped to launch the slasher genre. Yeah, Black, Black Christmas was before it, but it, what, nothing had the impact. That? Nothing had the impact like um, oh, no. the character of Leatherface. Yeah, it was, uh, he was... I honestly was shocked when he first appeared on screen. I mean, I knew he was coming... But it's a good, was it a good 45 minutes into this it's, film that's only an hour and 15? It's a very short film. Yeah, it's a um, slow burn. There's no build up oh, yeah. to the character of Leatherface with no. one single bit. As soon as he is shown on the screen, you are, you are taken back as to. Oh, yeah. Sorry, where, where, sorry, where, where did you come from? You, we have not yep. seen or known a single thing about you. And suddenly, no. this person with whatever, you don't even know if it's a, what sort of face, you don't even know it's skin on his face. No, you, you don't. don't. In fact, it's not even referenced throughout the film. That it's it's not, face. is it? You just you, see this it's... monster in front of you. I think, I must admit, I think he had one of the best uh, reveals. Oh, simply yeah, because, I, I can't remember who it is. I think it's, it's one of the lads. I think it's Kurt. I, it must be Kurt or Kirk, whatever his name is. Um, he's simply walking towards the door. Yeah. And Leatherface just appears, wallops him on the head with the mallet, the meat mm-hmm. masher. And you're just sitting there going, oh, uh. But before you have the time to sort of like recognize what happened, he's clocked him again with the masher yep. and he slammed the door and it, that's it. He's gone. Yeah. It's, and it's it happens so quickly. Yeah. As my, I mean, as cool as I think Ghostface looks and was responsible for, personally, it, Leatherface is just sort of that proto. If anything, he is the proto slasher. Yeah, I, I I am probably on the same wavelength as you, but you can go into more depth with it with the fact that oh, yeah. I believe Leatherface has more... He obviously has more longevity because he's been out longer. Yeah, he does. But he has more longevity got- because of... Sorry, because of how... When we originally first started doing this podcast, we did do our... our first episode, which which, <laughs> failed, which failed yep. miserably. The top five. And I, and I mentioned about Texas Chainsaw Massacre and the impact 
that film has on a younger audience that would watch it. Whereas yeah, when I first discovered that film, a friend told me, oh, it's so gory, it's so violent, it's, it's just mm. horrible. Whereas it's not. So to no, have that not. impact from that sort of character, that is that, that, that is longevity that will never end. Leatherface will, there will always be a synonymous horror character in the genre. There, there won't be a new character or slasher um, villain that kind of goes up a rank above Leatherface. Lever, yeah, no, he's always I... going to be up there. Ghostface is is very modern, still very new. Oh yeah, I but mean it's... he's only twenty two. No, twenty. No, he's younger than us, actually. Mass. If you think about it, he's younger than us. Mass. He's okay, so yeah, twenty two. Yeah. So if you would take twenty, so he came out ninety six. So he 26. is only twenty eight years. Oh, actually, he's almost as old as us, I suppose. Twenty five, twenty six. Twenty five, twenty six. Yeah. Um, whereas Leatherface is he's donkey's years old, um, which actually I think I I will give it to the new film. Uh, slight tangent. At least they are saying, "Oh, Leatherface in this is old." Now he is old in the new one. Yeah. Um, although there have been, oh, I must admit, I do agree with some people. Like, yeah, Leatherface when he first appeared was clearly in his late. Well, I actually don't know how old he was, but it was obviously twenties to thirties. Yeah. So when you look at him now, you'd be like, the dude would be. 80 plus so i had that yeah. issue i had that issue with it 50 years later so you're telling me yeah. if he's like in the mid 60s leatherface was 18 going through puberty it would explain yes. the anger and the irrational it would, moments yes. <laughs> maybe he, maybe he was just maybe he was just really you know really frustrated he's in the middle of nowhere he's got nothing to take his anger his, fr- his, ben- his frustration that's why he off. was chasing sally <laughs> yeah i he love you <laughs> Check out my chat. Oh, you're dead. Oh, Come dead. to my house. I'll make you dinner. <laughs> Stop oh, running. I so, hope, I so hope someone does a parody of that. That'd be great. The other thing I was mentioning about how Leatherface, um, it's not leather, obviously, it's skim. Yes. So, but he looks like a monster. It's just a hor- horrific hmm. sight, right? Ghostface is very clean. He the is, yeah. is. His mask is very clean. It's just a black cape. It's, it's, a bit it's of a not germaphone. as scary, in my opinion. It's not as scary looking, in my opinion, as looking at... I, you, I look at Ghostface, I think, yeah. Yeah, there's a human under there. I look at Leatherface and I think, what is that? <laughs> I, what I is have that? to give it... I have to agree with you there. Because yeah. I, when I watched the film the other day, I realised I hadn't actually seen all of it. There were some bits mm. I had missed, um, which is great to go back again. And yeah. it's, this, it's a scene where... I think Leatherface, he's, one of them has gotten away. He doesn't know where I think either the brother is, Franklin is, or uh, Sally is. Mm. And he's getting, you can tell he's in his mind, it's, he's getting sort of frustrated. Is but it's that when the close-up? Yeah, it's the close-up shot of his right. face. And it's when you just hear him, I guess, trying to talk or whatever that it's, language yeah. is he's using. I sat there and I went, I kid you not, I would rather come face-to-face with Ghostface because that is freaking me out right now. Um, obviously, it is assumed that Leatherface is inbred. Uh, there's something wrong with him. Mm. Um, but in that moment, I remember sitting there looking at it, sort of backing away from the screen going, nope, okay, there, there, there's something not quite right there. Whereas obviously Ghostface, you know, obviously they're slightly psychotic. But with Ghostface, uh, with Leatherface, sorry, it was a moment of, yeah, there is, there's a, there's, there is not something all turning in his brain. It's fully unhinged. Um, it's fully un- there's, oh, there's yeah. not really a motive. 
There's, there's no, no motive. There's like with Ghost, with Ghostface and whoever is Ghostface, there is, like we said, yeah. it's a Scooby Doo mystery. It's, uh, it's, oh. it's a psychopath. Leatherface, yeah. there is no motive, and that scene, no. yeah, that scene is is so fantastic. The close up of him because mm-hmm. it's when, um, oh god, I always get it's, it's either Jerry or Kirk. I believe it's Jerry, the guy with the afro. So he's the third person to walk in. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be Jerry. Uh, I think Kirk is gone by that point. Kirk, Kirk is the Kirk. first one to go. Then it's Pam who gets um, dragged in to the house. She gets oh, put on yeah. meat hook. Uh, but then Jerry walks in and he mallets, mallets right in the face. Well, but then does, yeah. you, you can see, like you said, you see Leatherface. He's kind of a bit, uh, what am I doing? Where do these yep. people keep, these damn kids keep coming into my house. What, yeah, <laughs> what am I doing? He's, um... he's, he's sort of collecting himself. Like, okay, okay, right. Think, think Leatherface. What do we do? What do we do? We've just killed. Yeah. What do we do? Because isn't that after Jerry finds uh, Pam in the freezer? Yeah. yeah. Or so, who, is that Pam in the freezer? Yeah. It is Pam, in the, it's yeah. not Pam. It is Pam in the freezer. And yeah. again, there you can see him slamming it shut, chasing on. And yeah, in his, in his, I guess, his mind, mm. to him it's like, this has never happened before. What on earth is going on here? Mm. Um, usually my victims, they come in, they die. That's it. But this group, you can see they're stressing him out. Yeah, he's um, very stressed out. That is definitely the case. Oh, yeah. Um, that poor, poor leather-faced teenager um, in the middle of Texas. But I, yeah, the, the fact that there is no motive makes them more terrifying. Because at the end of the film, when he's just swinging his chainsaw around, you're kind of like, Unhinged. so what, what did, why did he do this? Is he just in, is he just a bit odd? Yeah. Um, whereas so Ghostface, think- yeah, it's, if they didn't give, I mean, they re- don't they reference that in Scream 5? It's like, it's more scary when there's no motive. Yes. I, yeah, I believe they do actually. Yeah, oh, the screen—it's one of them. It's like, oh no, yeah. it might be the original scream. It's like, there's why do we kill him? Oh, well, we just felt like it. Mm. There's no motive. You don't need one. No, it was Scream Five. Yeah, it's modern times. You don't need a motive. That was it. Um, I believe we can probably both agree. Then it's Leatherface yeah. for that one. Yep. For the so I would say. Impact. Yeah, two points to Leatherface. Lovely. So if I take a note of this down, two points Leatherface. Congratulations. Cinematic Congratulations impact. Leatherface. What are you what are you going to do with those points? Mm. Store them. Yep. He's gonna he's gonna save them up for a new chainsaw. Yeah, That's what I think he's gonna do. Interest on them. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, round two, survivability. Yes. Which I I okay. kind of when you mentioned that to me, I've kind of interpreted it to kill count as well, because that goes with yeah the survivability. The, bo- the bigger the body count, the more you could so, say they're not survivable. The body count between the two is kind of one to two. There is okay. only f- there's three deaths in Texas Chainsaw Massacre, not including the hitchhiker. It's yeah, because the hitchhiker is the brother. Yeah, or well, three deaths. Well, you don't actually see Pam die. No, it's implied. Well, it's yeah. I mean, I think you could say it's implied. She freezes to death. Well, yeah, she's locked she? back in. She's locked back in the freezer. So okay, it's four then. So it's, uh, it's Jerry, Kirk, Pam, and Franklin. Franklin gets it hard. Oh yeah, massively. <laughs> yeah, jeez, I felt so bad for that kid. And in Scream, it goes. Scream is tough as well because if if you want to class yeah. more Maureen, Maureen Prescott there as well, which I don't think you should. But it is she is killed by Billy and Stu. Yeah, I. Uh, I don't think you should. We should really count her. I think if we're going off the film, Maureen. Yeah. Well, the thing is, when you get later down the line, there's they add stuff to it. It's like, oh yeah, I. Because when you get, I think it's a Roman. He's like, oh, yeah, I made him kill her. So actually, it was me yeah. that killed her. Nah, nah. Um, yeah, if you go off just the films. Um, you got Cassie, Casey. And yep, Steve Casey dies. Steve, yep. 
Uh, then it, which I, I mean, obviously we'd watched the films recently, but yeah. after doing the research again, I'd completely forgotten. There's not a death again until the principal. No, there's not. Yeah. And that's quite Cause... a big gap in the film. Oh God, that is, that's like half, that's over the halfway point. Yeah. It goes wow, the principal, that's... then Tatum, then Kenny, the camera guy, oh, then, Kenny. then Stu. Well, well, quote unquote, Stu, yeah dies yeah. well quote, unquote, dies yeah and then it's billy dead. and then it's billy so who are we looking at Casey, yeah, one two point. principal uh tatum kenny billy so six so you're looking at six to four shall we say oh you got seven well no are we are we including the go the actual deaths of the ghost face killers well billy and Stu. yeah i well, if you don't, uh, no, I suppose you're not though, because they're not no, because you can't, because this they're not Ghostface, are they? You are Ghostface correct, kills. Sir. So yeah, Cassie, Casey, Steve, Principal, Kenny. Yeah, that's Steve, it. Steve, yeah, Steve, Casey, uh, uh, Arthur, Himbry, Tatum, and Kenny. Yes, there's that's only five. six. No, five. Oh, five. Sorry, yeah, five. not yeah, because Stu was the sixth one. Five. Yeah. So five to four then. So there's only actually there's Ooh. not much in it. So screen. No. In a way, Ghostface gets it on the kill count, but what we're looking at yeah. is the survivability. Whereas my That's my true. thoughts on that were that Texas Chainsaw Massacre, because of how the realism of the film, it feels yeah. so gritty and real that compared to Scream, which it feels like a film of the time, a teen a teen horror drama. Yeah, um, we covered that last teen. in the in the franchise deep dive. It's so many yeah. genres you, you can't pin it really. So with the um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It doesn't feel like there are all the tropes there just yet with making no, stupid be, decisions. They? They, they'd already encountered the hitchhiker. They're already in the yep. middle of nowhere. They're already a bit freaked out. Well, they, they, they actually make the, they actually, these teens are different from the teens that followed. Yeah. Because they don't actually make, I can't recall them making a stupid decision. Because obviously when the no. hitchhiker starts cutting himself and then cuts Franklin, they're like yeah. out the car. Yeah. So they boot him out. Yeah. And even when they're looking around the house, they're kind of like, they don't really make any stupid decisions because it's not, oh, uh, we can hear screaming in the cellar. Let's go and find out what it is. It's like, gosh, no, they don't even have a chance to do that. When they get to the Sawyer house, it's yeah. uh, who goes in first. It's, it's Kirk that goes in first, which we yes. just mentioned about the reveal of Leatherface. Kirk and Pam are there. Pam waits outside. Kirk yeah, just rocking right. gingerly walks in and it's it's within two to three seconds it's yeah it's super quick he's there gone aren't, there aren't really any stupid decisions what what can he do he can't do anything he can't really defend he doesn't himself. even have a he doesn't even have a chance to scream it's just no. out no. and so obviously at that point in time when i guess yeah when pam goes into the house she's only doing because she's like when earth is cut so yeah. she's not realizing he's gone and it's only when that's when she gets grabbed. So you couldn't actually call that a stupid decision because it's, if you're out in the middle of nowhere with a friend and they didn't turn up for like five, 10 minutes, you'd be like, all right, I should probably find out what's happened to them. Um, even more moving forward to Sally and Franklin, they're on their own in the middle of yeah. nowhere. Their, tr their van is broken down. Their I'd friends be, are missing. I'd be terrified because yeah. it sounds really mean, but you're dependent on your brother in the wheelchair. Mm. you can't just leave him because no. your friends have already gone missing for a good 
probably three well that's the whole hours. day at that point yeah 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 it's, it's in the afternoon to the night time so it's a good three maybe six hours at the max something like that yeah and they're gone and they're not coming back you don't know where the hell they are you don't know where you are and no. you have to go you have to go out in the middle of the night and god bless her sally she does the best she could <laughs> she really does uh i see i did have some uh i did have some grips gripes gripes gripes, gripes, um, gripes. with the bit where it's only sally left they're like the and i kid you not i got to a point and i it's the fact that she keeps screaming no matter mm. what she does it yep. goes on and on and on and on and on and i found myself agree. sitting there going please just be quiet for yeah. a second um and i know that quite a few people also sat there goes honestly it's okay no one would scream for that long you, you're in the middle of nowhere you may as well just stop screaming there's no point especially um, with the sound so that, of the chainsaw if you're quiet yeah. that can block out a lot of the sound of her rustling around yeah, exactly it's the fact she kept running around screaming all the time like you're you're leading him to you just shh, and you'll be fine yeah. um i would say in terms of environment where these mm. two ghosts these the two killers are I would actually, again, I would say it's more easy to survive Ghostface yes, in terms of an urban setting yeah. because you have so many houses, you have police stations, you have, I don't know, shopping centers. Although, let's be honest, a lot of the buildings in Scream magically empty with no warning. So, you know, you've you got that going against you. But in the middle of a Texas farmland where there are acres of nothingness, that's their land. They know it. Yeah. <laughs> if you're being chased by a nut job with a chainsaw yeah. and you're aware that you, for as far as you can see, there's nothing else, you'd be like, I am screwed. Yeah. Because no matter which way I run, he can see me. There is no chance. I mean, the only thing you can do in that is you just got to hope that he tires out before you do. Yeah. Yeah, completely. Well, we've, we've screamed. We, we, we just mentioned the kill count, but I think... yeah. Casey, I, I'm going to get back into this again with Casey's br brutal death. Yeah, it is pretty I, I am. I'm not butchering this. My memory is very fuzzy at times. It is Casey, right? Drew Barrymore's character. It's not Cassie or uh, Casey? Yeah, so Cassie? I've got the list up. So Steve is Casey's boyfriend. Is, is Casey, it Cassie or Casey? Casey. Casey is Stu's ex-girlfriend before he dated... Tatum. Tatum. But yeah, Drew Barrymore is Casey. It's not Cassie. Drew Barrymore is Casey. It's no, it's not Casey. Casey. It's not Casey. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. This is that Sydney, Sydney thing. <laughs> I'm glad we're getting this out of the way now. Casey, yeah. well, even if she's Cassie, we're calling her Casey. We're retconning it now. Scream, scream yeah. 5.5, we're calling her Casey. Yep. Her death is the most brutal, in, in my opinion, in the whole film. Yeah, but it's it's gnarly. You, you could do two arguments. That house is massive that she lives in. So oh, yeah. she, her... Her method of trying to survive is kind of increased. There's more entry points and more exit points, and there's only one killer. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, the horror and terror that's going through her head, she's yeah. not going to be able to focus and think clearly. No, you probably I, not. I, I know I wouldn't be able to. I, I, I'd, be, I'd be shaking in my boots. I wouldn't know what to your do. Your adrenaline would be pumping. Your, yeah. your, flight, your fight or flight response would be going nuts. Yeah. Um, so I think she did one hell of a job to get as far as she did. Yeah, she she survived for quite a while. Yeah. Um, considering there are obviously two, two ghosts. That's the other thing. There are two ghost face running around, whereas Leatherface yeah. is only one. So effectively, you would have stacked the odds there. Your survivability against the ghost face is 
50% lower, you could say, mm. because you've got to avoid two of them rather than the one. Yeah. Um, the worst oh, one, I think, in Scream, okay. though, the one that is, is Tatum's. Oh, the, gar- yeah, the garage Because she played, she played it up as, I think it, she played it as Stu, dressed up, and they were, they were playing a game. Yeah, yeah. Really? Would you do that? Would you do that? Yeah. Would you play that I'm... up? Would you not just be, okay, I don't care if you're Stu or not, just get the fuck out. Like, I'm screaming for help. I don't, Stu, this is not funny. Well, that comes I'm back panicking. to the teens making stupid decisions, Ex- which is they, now a trope. Mean. Yeah. It's, that's yeah, mean. so I, it's great though, because they, they reference that again in Screen 5. Yeah. Which it's, ah, oh, I keep forgetting the character, I'm terrible with characters' names. Mindy, it's Mindy Amber. And Mindy and Amber, where it's like, oh, you followed me down. Should you have done that? Well, why are you down here alone? Ah, but, ah, but, and it goes, this back and forth is great. And it's like, you first, go up the stairs. Oh, no, no, you first, but I'm the, and it's, it's fantastic because you're Mm. sitting there going, yeah, that is the conversation that Tatum should have had in Scream with whoever it was in the mask. It should have been like, I tell you what, go back up the stairs, um, or take the mask off, um, to be, I mean, the teens in horror movies. Let's face it, they are—they're all dumb. They're stronger. There's... They're stronger-minded in the Scream. Yeah, that's true. Sure. They are stronger-minded. There are still some stupid decisions. Like T- Tatum could have just—if yeah. she believed that was Stu, she could have just gone to the mask, just lifted it up. And, hey, how are you? Like, yeah. Hey, how are you doing? But she wanted to play along with it. Yeah. And the I garage would, was open. To... She could have just backed away, yeah. and straight out. But no, yeah, she but had to she... play along. Oh God. We'll, we'll, get, we'll have to do an episode on the dumbest decisions teams ever made in a horror <laughs> film, I'm sure. Um, but going back to survivability, do you? I, I, I struggle with this one. Um, I don't really know who to give the points to. Because on the one hand, I would say that surviving Leatherface is, if, especially in his element, is tricky as hell, mm-hmm. considering there's, you're in the open, there's nowhere for you to go. But then, so long as you can outrun him and find a town, you should be okay. Whereas Ghostface, you've got to avoid two of them, but you're in an urban setting, so you should be able to find safety. I have a but. A big but, though. Okay. And I also have a but for this. Way! Um, um, bit of, bit of, bit of humour in there. Why not? Uh, compare Leverface to... Leverface's setting to Ghostface's setting. Leverface... It's just yeah. in his home, okay? Oh, yeah. Leatherface isn't out. We, we just talked about like, the unhinged and the motive. Leatherface isn't out to kill these people. No, he's not actually, is he? If their van had, was fine, they'd survive. Really? Or if they, took, if they, they didn't take the turning. Because that's yeah. what the gas station guy says, isn't it? He goes, yeah. oh, yeah, don't go that way. And they're like, no, we're going to do it anyway. Um, Ghostface, you... Oh, yeah. It's a lot harder to survive Ghostface because... He, he, or he or she is out to kill you specifically. That's a good Leatherface point. Leatherface isn't out to kill anyone. Leatherface is whatever doing what doing what he only he knows. Oh, that's I didn't think of it that way. So actually, if you were to take that into account, surviving Leatherface is would actually be pretty easy. Unless I mean, you're it's similar there, to it's quite easy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, even if you're stuck there, as so long as you don't go on their property, I guess. Leatherface would just be like, well, I don't care. It's not my land. Bugger off. Just walk away. Oh. Just walk away or run. That was just my, so, my little slight but opinion. Okay. I think that's what I would I say. Think... That's a good point. Then I would say taking that into account, I would give the max points to 
Leatherface for being easiest to survive. I mean, which technically means he loses, I suppose. Um, no, want to know? I would give him the yeah, I would give him the max points because actually, and to be fair, he's similar in that regards to uh, Jason. If you stay out of Camp Crystal Lake, Jason's like, well, I don't care about you. Leave me yeah. alone. And then Michael is the opposite. Michael just kills. Yeah, he has no reason. There, there, which he went back to Haddonfield because that's where his home was and stuff. But he will still just kill. Well, Jason, well, I have bad hopes Jason for Halloween. Unless Jason wants to go back to Manhattan, Jason, yeah, like you said, doesn't want to go anywhere to kill people. No. Okay, so so we saying that Ghostface? No, uh, so Ghostface well, loses that. I think Leatherface loses, but I would say you give it to Ghostface because of the first the first round we did. First round we did cinematic yeah. impact. The more Leatherface won because of the more horror aspect it came okay. from the longevity. So I think you you don't give oh, I don't know you, you don't give the points to a loser. Yeah. Okay. So Ghostface, yeah. So Ghostface think, is the winner yeah. because he is, he, yeah, he's he or she is out to get you. Yeah. So actually, you no matter where you go, you have a target, you have a killer coming your way. Whereas Leatherface, yeah, not, if you're off his land, yeah. might just be like, okay, they're gone. That's it. We're not. Yeah, we're not talking about the survivors and how they survive we're talking about how well the, the we're gonna have to we're gonna have to nail this one down for the next episode we do a slasher versus slasher well yeah we'll, we'll work it out like we said like we said at the start we're it's still proto okay. finished how's this so like i said ghostface is actually out to kill you okay which makes yep. your survival rate plummet it does yeah so that means he's doing his job better than level face yes that's true actually yeah, how's they would that? be. How's that? How's that for him? We'll go with that. We'll go with that. Yeah. So Ghostface, Ghostface takes round two. So we have the next category, which is, of course, brutality. This is, I, I guess you could say it's, well, how horrific they kill their their uh their victims um which is very subjective which it we, is indeed we, we yes. talked about before the podcast because of the violence it, and gore level it depends yeah or it depends how you like your horror films if you're into the, the ones that could be rated i don't know a 12a or 15 they're not going to be as violent and gory but they could no. be maybe a little bit brutal but the, if you can stomach a good example films, of go for it. a good example of that is the most recent uh it film which obviously was a 15. Yeah. Uh, but when you read the book, they could have easily ramped that up to an 18 mm-hmm. if they kept in some of the gorier oh, for uh, sure. deaths I for get. Sure. But obviously they were kind of like, nah, let's make it a 15. Yeah, dumb it. Or they had to dumb down certain bits because there was, I mean, the film had never been made at that point in time. But uh, yeah, I would say, it depend- yeah, like you said, it depends how you like your horror films. I personally like the ones where it's scaring me. If it's actively mm-hmm. making me shut my eyes, then I'm like, it's doing a good job. Slasher films, I go into them like, I know who I, I mean, I know what I'm expecting. It's a slasher yeah. who's going around killing people. It, I know what I'm getting into. Rather so they don't bother me. Fest. Yeah. If it's gory, I'm like, oh, okay. You know, yeah. I mean, I've seen all the Saw films and as the Saw films go on, I didn't care about the storyline. I was just like, I just want to see how creative you get. That's exactly it for them. Yeah. And with these, you're both films in question here they different times so different eras i mean back when 74 you it's a 20 oh my god trying to to think 
trying to think off the top of my head, I don't think we were looking at many violent, gory films back then. No. Whereas no, they spread were th- quite... Spread through the 80s, that's where it really picked up steam. Video I would nasties. say it was after Freddy. Freddy and Jason came out. That's when things started ramping up a bit. Freddy well, was mean, definitely one of the more gorier ones, especially with the, blood, the bed blood scene. If we're talking slasher, because in 78 we had Dawn of the Dead, which was, oh, yeah, it's true. for the time, very gory. Yeah. Um, so, But if we're talking slashers, then probably, yeah, um, Freddy onwards. And in the 80s, we didn't really care. And then 90s onwards, it, it got so much more relaxed. Uh, we got Mary yeah. Whitehouse out of the way, so we could get the R-rated in the R-rated films yeah. in. I mean, you had and, uh, you had Jaws, didn't you? Which was a PG, PG horror film, and you're kind of like, oh, oh, okay, one, well, yeah, <laughs> the slasher yeah, Jaws, <laughs> yeah, the slasher film Jaws. Um, but it, but yeah, it was the they were different thing, back then. They were different and brutal, violent. However you want to. However, you want to describe it to me, brutal is brutality describes Mortal Kombat. (laughs) 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 To me, violent is more uh, linked with gore. Violence is more linked with gore. So, I believe Texas Chainsaw Massacre has more brutal killings. Let not violent, brutal killings because of the way way they are killed. They're more. I think they're. Not so much creative, but compared to a knife going into you, a mallet is a little bit different. And the chainsaw yeah, at I, one point. We yeah, I thought we would agree on this one. I would they are more brutal, but they're not gory. Is, yeah, there's no brutality gore for me is is the is the way I can describe it is like the Mortal Kombat thing, where it's how do you dispatch your victim? Yeah, I would say, like you said, a knife. You know. There's only one way it can really kill you. It's getting plunged into you. That's that's yeah. about it. Yeah. Whereas Leatherface, throughout his first film, is very creative uh, with his yeah. with his kills. Um, personally, for me, I mean, I've seen a meat mushroom up close, and I think if you had that walloped into your skull, that would hurt. I mean, of course it would hurt. I mean, of course it would hurt. And then, of course, you've you know he locks Pab, he hooks Pab through the shoulders underneath your shoulder blade. Yeah. So you're left there, that blade, that hook will be pulling your bones up. So that would be so brutal- damn painful. Yeah, the brutality of that, and that's not even a death. That's just a, I'm just no. going to place her here. But thinking just hold of it from Pam's point of view, I am I have no control here. I've been picked up and I'm about to have yeah. this plunged into my back and I can't move at all. It that yeah. that is brutal to me. Oh, that yeah. is so brutal. And it the thing with the text chainsaw massacre, it gives the implication. Uh, any always, always sunny fans here gets that thing, but any mm. the, it gives the implication, especially when when Kirk's getting cut up. Oh of, yeah, you're you're left to your own mind to think to to envision what's happening there. To oh god, oh god, the chainsaw is going through his neck. His head's falling off on the floor. Let's go to the arm. He's yep, chopping yep. that up. It leaves it all to the audience's interpretation, and that can be. Even worse than seeing it on oh, yeah. on camera rather than a knife going into someone. That is your that imagination. Is so much worse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I yeah, it's I think that's one of the best that's what I think horror can do that well is if you if it can get your imagination to fill in the gap, the blank. Mm. Because your imagine what they think, oh like they would have an idea of what they're like, oh well, this is technically what he did. Mm. But someone else could be like, Oh, I thought something that was way worse than that. 
Yeah. And they're like, well, okay, then that's, if that's what you think happened, that's what you think happened. Yeah. yeah, Leatherface is very, I think Leatherface is very creative because especially in terms of brutality, Mm -hmm. he is much more effective. I mean, you could effectively say he, I mean, if him and Jigsaw are in the same universe, Jigsaw would probably call him an idol because he locks, he, he hooks Pam on a hook. Mm-hmm. Let's her watch as he dismembers her boyfriend as he just, you know, yeah. he just casually does his thing. And then he's like, all right, I'm going to pick you up. Um, you're a bit too warm. I'm going to stick you in the freezer. And then yeah. this poor girl is locked in this freezer at minus, I mean, most freezer operate around about minus 20 degrees, which is, which is cold. Mm. And then to be sitting there trying to push this lid open as you're slowly freezing to death. Only for like a slight bit of hope to come out and then be shot on you again. You're like, the dude is, yeah, he's, he's working in some creative circles there. I feel you can link the brutality along to their motives as well, which we, we talked about earlier. Yeah. How Leatherface is, is, is the unhinged one. The Ghostface killers have a motive. So the more unhinged he is, the more, the more, the more brutal it's coming across because he, he's mm. not planning this. This is natural to him. Like you mentioned about how Pam hooked up watching her boyfriend just get cut up. Yeah. That, that is a, a brutal mindset rather than a oh, violent, yeah. a violent, uh, psycho, uh, we'll call them sociopaths now, a violent yeah. sociopathic mindset from the ghost face killers. Yeah. Cause they, their motive is revenge. Mm-hmm. So they're going to want you to suffer. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas Leatherface, it's like, you're on my land. I'm just going to do what I have to do. Um, I mean, effectively, you could say he just, he looked around his, he knew he had a hook in his, his kitchen. And it's like, this one's going to escape. I'll tell you what, I'll dump her on the hook. There you go. She sorted out. I'm going to take care of this, take care of her, find the others, sorted. So yeah, he he's just thinking he's effectively he's working through a bullet point. It's like how can I use my house's mm. everyday appliances to my advantage? Well, we Which don't actually, know what they do, but they probably use it like an abattoir. The hook, oh yeah, because that's a meat hook, obviously. So mm. probably you know not really used for human bodies, but there you go. Brutally, oh, the, was... the, the most brutal kill. I mean, we've we've agreed on this is Casey's one in Scream One. Yeah, that was harsh. You have got Franklin's one, Franklin's death in Texas Chainsaw yeah, Massacre. But yeah, yeah. again, you don't see it. It's left to the audience's interpretation in their their mind to visualize the horrific sight of a chainsaw gutting Franklin while Sally is watching it happen. But yeah. you don't see it. You don't in 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 the long run. You don't see it, so you can't count it. Yeah, really. As I would say that Casey is tortured. Yeah, she is. That's Mentally what I was just going to get onto. Yeah. Franklin, I mean, when, if you think about it, when he's having that chainsaw plunged into him, your body would, your body would just shock. Your mind would probably <laughs> shut down from the pain. Two seconds, so actually, two, three seconds. Two seconds, and then that's it. Whereas Casey, she would have had to have felt every single knife stab. She probably would have had to have felt, oh no, was she dead before he disemboweled her? I think he, she, she was. Uh, well, we don't, we don't see it. But, we don't uh, know. She, she was dying. Um, before that yeah yeah so she would have felt all of that and also he lets her he casually walks up behind her as she's trying to call to her parents he 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 lets her have that slight glimmer of hope yeah which 
is it's horrible. Horrible. Yeah, it is. Leatherface it is. is just like, no, I'm going to just get rid of you. I mean, at least he's nice enough to let you make it quick. Yeah. And uh, to me, that's what trumps the brutality of it. Not, not so much mm. Leatherface's unhinged mind, but the brutality of Casey's death. And Steve's, yeah. to be fair. We don't see it that much, but that is brutal. No. If we were doing violence... <sighs> Again, it's a hard... It's a very subjective category. For me personally, yeah. for brutality, Casey's death would give it to Ghostface, I think. But at the same okay. time, I want to give it to Leatherface because of his unhinged mind. I, I To me, this is a split. Oh, okay. So you think it's a split one? I do. See, but, I was... for, but for different reasons on each, on, each, on each film. Yeah. I was... I mean, I was going to give it to Leatherface. Okay. The way that he is, it's just, a, it's just a simple, obviously he is, he's implied to be very simple. Yeah. Um, oh, very simple. Yeah. Yeah. But it's the way that this very simple minded monster of a bloke, cause he's huge, is still able to be, to be like, okay, I've got to deal with these people. Yeah. How do I do that? Oh, I could stick him. I could lock her in the freezer. She'll be fine in there till I yeah. can. I'll bring her out later. I could hook her on this hook. I could take her face off because let's. Cause, you know that's what he does. Obviously, you don't see it in the first film. He's just to kill. It's just everything is just to yeah. kill for him. I I'd, agree, I'd go with that. I'd give it to Leatherface then. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's in terms of overall creativity with the way he dispatches people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I would give it to him because he uses a lot more stuff. Yeah. Whereas Ghostface, as you know, as hardcore as some of his kills are, he's gonna do it. He's just gonna do it one way, and he's gonna be stabbing you at some point. It's quite simplistic in a way. Whereas Leatherface might be like, "I'm gonna hook you." Yeah. I actually go off the. Uh, obviously, I know it's not the original, but the re the you know the better remake, the 2003 version. Yeah. Where he lops off the brother's leg, then he hooks him, shoves the salt in his wound, and you're like, "Dude, that is okay." Take a chill pill, all right? That poor bloke's body is going through horrific stuff. Well, that is based on the fact that he used to work in an abattoir. Yeah, true. So that's his skills coming back from there. Whereas we don't know this is this is some absolute monstrous freak that lives in this decrepit house full of bones, li limbs, oh, uh, whatnot, they... bodies. We don't know what the hell goes on in here. This house no. in the seventy four one. Um, no. So well, yeah, I, I would agree with you, Leatherface. Leatherface. Yeah. All right then. Yeah. And well, I think that, oh, wrong pen. from us uh, discussing the brutality of these killings, we should also now get into the weapon of choice as to how these brutal killings are. Yeah. Are, um, are, uh, mind blanking. Are killed. How these people are killed. There we go. We'll go over that. How are they dispatched? <laughs> How, Tell us. That's the, that's the word I was like. That's a good word. Dispatched. How are these people dispatched? Dispatched. What method? What method of? Yeah. How are they destroyed by our slashes? How are they so, obviously, we have. Now, this is this is going to be a tricky one. Um, obviously, Ghostface is obvious. He has the gun. Uh, yeah. Not the gun. He has the knife. Sorry. Well, no, you were right. You were right. Yeah, Don't okay. worry. Don't worry. It's fine. He does. I mean, there is a gun that is. There is a gun that. I think every ghost face picks up a gun at some point and then yeah, never uses it. It's like a backup. Yeah, it's a backup. It's like, if my knife fails, I'll use a gun. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. Um, obviously, Leatherface is... It's tricky because I think you'll agree that he has more 
than one yeah. weapon? It's not the chainsaw. Um, no. It's the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. One person is killed with a chainsaw. One person is diced up with a chainsaw who is very much on the dead side. So you, he's already yeah. dead. And he this the said uh, character was killed by the meat mallet. Meat masher, yep. The meat masher mallet. The meat mallet Two masher, people. Whatever we call it. Two, Two people. people. Two people. the meat masher. Um, so <clears throat> reality, the knife is more prominent with Ghostface yeah. than the chainsaw is more prominent with Leatherface. But the chainsaw acts as his as his sidekick rather than the knife acting as a sidekick to Ghostface. I was going to call it, he acts as his like dancing uh, extension. Dancing part. Yeah, his, he his dances dancing with part. it beautifully. Yeah. When he's just swinging it around at the end there, kind of like a lasso. And the, the, the chainsaw itself is never referenced as a main part of the family in Texas Chainsaw Massacre until the second film, no. where the tagline was, the saw is family. At least mm. then you know, okay, this is what this psychopathic family is dealing with. The chainsaw is their baby. They they dispatch people yeah, with they this. They, they, I don't know, they carve their furniture out with it. They cut their cheese with it for some cheese on toast. <laughs> this is yeah. what they use in the house, okay? This is cut what they the toenails. use. The first film, he, the first time you see it, actually, he, it's when he's carving up Kirk. There's no, uh, there's no, yeah. there's no scenes of him, close-ups of him looking at the chainsaw and like thinking, oh yeah, look at that. Ooh. I'm going to pick that up and go dice some people. The second time yeah. you see it, he's got it. He just has it and he's killing Franklin. That's true. I mean, I would say that before I choke on myself, oh, don't do the, that. yeah, I know that'd be terrible. The chainsaw is more of a weapon of i get inflict not yeah, infl- yeah the weapon is the tape the chainsaw is more of a weapon of inflicting terror so That's when it. you hit when especially when sally is hearing that tape that chainsaw revving behind her in the darkness as she's trying to find someone to run to because that that sound would be bouncing around everywhere you would not Terrible. be able to escape it whereas the knife that ghostface always uses is much more a he uses it much more to inflict pain oh it's straight up and pain. death straight yeah. up pain yeah there's no other job for that not- oh no no i mean yeah you can't if you were like miles away if you just wave the knife at someone they'll be like i'm like 10 feet away from you what do you want <laughs> whereas if a chainsaw you hear that and you don't know where it's coming from you'd be like oh my god all i can hear is this noise <laughs> and it's got to be a rusty clunky one like oh yeah like the one i so, added to the last episode <laughs> yeah exactly exactly any time that I, th- when I was thinking about this knife versus chainsaw, mm. I mean, you can potentially, you could get nicked by a chainsaw and you might be like, you might be able to pull away potentially. Which he kind of but, does to himself. Yeah, exactly. Leatherface, he does. Yeah. I did find that quite funny. I did laugh. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I don't know what it says about me. thrown in his face. By the yeah. <laughs> it's on his leg. He's just like, oh, and he still dances after that. Yeah. I mean, give it to him. He's, you know, he, he obviously has no nerve endings. He's a tough cookie. But when I thought about this, I sat there like, I would not want to get stabbed. Because feeling that going in, uh, I was like, because uh, I mean, the chainsaw, like I said, with, you know, with Leatherface, when he nicks himself, it hits him and he gets it out. And yeah, there's some damage. But as long as it's not in there for long or deep enough, you should be okay. But the I knife, you have that. to be so, well, obviously, yeah, it depends where it hits you, I suppose. I feel like, knife, like I, 
I don't know. If if a knife nicked me, I feel I'd be a bit more okay than a chainsaw nicking I have, me. I have nicked. Yeah, I mean, I have nicked myself <laughs> with a knife, and it does hurt. I mean, it I've does. nicked myself with a um, a foil cutter before, and that really hurt. Yeah. Um, but I I would not want to be have a knife anywhere near pointing at me anywhere near any organ. I should say. You could be more because mobile it's... with a knife than a chainsaw. Yeah, yeah. The the chainsaw would be heavy as. Well, it yeah. depends on how light your chainsaws. You can get mini chainsaws, I suppose. Well, he does in number um, two. Dennis Hopper does, in yeah. number two. Yep. Yeah. I, so I believe I have, I believe the knife is. Yeah, I believe the knife does win. It's 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 used better than a, I mean the chainsaw is like you said it's only used it, to kill someone in the texture massive. It's only used once with yeah. Franklin. Yeah. The knife in Scream is used all the time. Pretty much and all the time, apart from Tatum, even though she does get nicked a bit. Um, while she gets nicked a bit, she's yeah. She's playing around, but for the most That's part, true. the knife is the main catalyst. Oh, I mean, yeah. the main, the main, the main weapon. The knife is if you were to have Ghostface, you have to have the knife. Whereas yeah. with Leatherface, if he doesn't have the, the 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 chainsaw, he could potentially pick up. I don't know. Could be the a, um, could be a mallet. He could pick that up. He could pick up a butcher's knife. He could he could just find something to hook you on. So, but if it was a weapon of choice, um, Ghostface uses his much. I mean, he inflicts pain with it. Effectively, he tortures you with it. Mm-hmm. And when he when you a lot of his victims knew they were that was it. Their hope was gone. And he brings it out. They're like, okay, here it comes. It's also not just a stab and done no oh, no. Steve no, no. and Casey are gutted yep Casey is horrific you said Casey didn't you yeah I'm losing do, my marbles Dewey, Dewey is not killed but no. just even the knife in the spine can inflict oh. more damage than a, a cut on the arm like the, the that, principal that is... is stabbed quite quite, quite yeah, brutally the, the principal is uh, well, um, back to the brutality yeah yeah and then Kenny is I think to be fair, I think uh, Gail does more damage to Kenny than anything. Um, she, you know, even though he's dead, she hits him with the, uh, you know, the windscreen wipers before throwing him yeah. off the car. I think one thing as well that's quite ironic about Ghostface with the knife is that the knife is his, his or her or whoever it is, is the mm. prominent weapon of choice for Ghostface, but does also carry yeah. the gun as we established as like a, yeah, I guess a backup the weapon. They you know, got to have a backup weapon. But if they think the ironic part of it is the gun is quicker and more powerful than the knife. It really is, yeah. But it's louder and it's harder to be... I guess it's harder to be a serial killer with a gun than it is a knife. That's true. Or yeah, a chainsaw, if the gun goes off. Matter. If Ghostface had a chainsaw, the film wouldn't be that long. That's true, but... <laughs> I suppose when you look at the locations, though, the chainsaw for Leatherface, it doesn't matter because... No. If it's on his farm in the middle of nowhere... Yeah. I mean... You know, in, in Texas, no one hears you scream, apparently, um, which Sally does a lot of in the, uh, yeah, in the end. She does, bit. indeed. Are we yeah. both going with the knife? I think we'll go with the knife. I think that wins. Yeah. That's yeah. a knife. The knife That's wins. a knife, son. Ugh! Not the chainsaw. That's no. a knife. Ugh. So there we go. So, we've got two more categories to finish this off. Yeah, that's right. Let's we have... get in to the strength of our killers. Mm. This is probably going to be 
It's going to be one of the quicker ones, I think. Um, I, I think this is a open and closed case. This yeah. Is open and shut case. It's ghost face, definitely, yes. Isn't is that what you... No, that's not what you thought? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think it's fairly obvious it's Leatherface. Um, I mean, the, the guy is, is jacked like a tank. Um, yeah, yeah, he really is. It's all, that, it's all that human meat he's been eating. It's all that yeah. extra protein. I think it's also down to the fact, because I keep saying, we don't know much about Leatherface in the first film. No. But as Especially a, at that point. As a... I guess a human being. He is a human being. Played by well, Gunnar yep. Hansen was massive. Who played him? Oh yeah, Leatherface yeah. is a unit. Is an absolute unit. So even if Kirk and Jerry manage to fight off, fight, fight back, fight off Leatherface, they they still wouldn't win. I think the overall no. presence and strength of Leatherface would have overpowered them and won. Ghostface. How many times do you really see Ghostface? getting a straight up kill without any fighting back or restraints you know there was always ghostface running into a chair or running the, like uh, or not getting able knocked to hold down back getting knocked down there was always it's always something mm. yeah i i thing is if you were to put gunner hansen sorry not gunner leatherface if you were to stick leatherface next to billy and Stu ghostface is yeah, uh, there would be a clear distinction. Obviously, Matthew Lillard is tall. Matthew Lillard is six foot three and a half. He's tall, but he's not stocky. He's not a. Youth. No, he is a. He's a slim lad. Yeah, bloke. Uh, I don't know how tall Skeet Ulrich is. I think he's only about five foot ten, something like that. Yeah, but I don't know how tall Gunnar Hansen is. But he's easily. I mean, how tall is he? He's huge, isn't he? He's a big guy. He's. I think he's. He's probably similar yeah. to the Kane Hodder uh, body type. Yeah, he's one point nine three meters. He's so taller he, than, that's taller than me, and I'm six foot three. Yeah, so he's six four. Yeah, and so he's, he, he's built. Oh yeah, he's a he's a he's a machine. He's a powerhouse. The character of Leatherface had to be like that, though. I don't see how you could have Leatherface. Say say you swap, you roll reverse this, right? Yeah. Say you didn't. You had Billy, not Billy Industry. Billy. No, no, yeah. no. Forget that. Actually, say you roll reverse it in the Texas Chainsaw film. You had the Hitchhiker. I the hitchhiker being oh, okay. the one under the Leatherface mask. And you had uh, Thomas... I, mean, I believe his actual name is Thomas Sawyer. I might be completely wrong. It changes with every film. It's Leatherface. It changes uh, with every film. And I know I said yeah, it's it my does. favorite film, but I'm probably butchering it. So I apologize to all the millions of viewers that are listening to this. Let's, have a, the, let's have a look. The Leatherface character was the hitchhiker. So a bumbling, stocky, ooh, giant of a man. Mm. It wouldn't work if the hitchhiker, who's quite a lanky, small fellow, was Leatherface. It's not as impactful. It's not no. scary. Didn't they do that for one of the later films? It was He was a really skinny lad. It was one of the uh, really rubbish maybe. ones, wasn't it? So it wasn't in the original four. Remake, he was big. Even in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the beginning, he was big um, as a young Leatherface. Texas Chainsaw 3D, he was pretty big. Leatherface, Leatherface. The, film, the film Leatherface, which is appalling. It's so <laughs> bad. You wouldn't know it's a Texas Chainsaw Massacre film from about 45 minutes on. If you didn't I mean, told somebody it wasn't that. He, he's, he's a normal looking guy. He's not stocky. He's just slim. He's normal. Just seen the poster for Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the next generation 
Oh, that's uh, I don't know. I don't know what he's he's that's clearly not... embracing it something. No, no, no. That poster gives nothing away. Oh, okay. Send right, me that cool, poster cool. in Discord. Actually, I want to see which one I you're looking do. at because okay, I'll send the that next the next generation here. I don't care. We're going on a tangent quickly. The next generation is an incredible film. That film is wild. Okay, okay. He's just sent me the poster. That folks. one. And if you've ever seen the poster for Texas Chainsaw Massacre Four: The Next Generation, that is no no indication as to what the film is at all. Rainy Zellweger and Matthew McConaughey were. Yep, in that. it's an early film. Matthew McConaughey turns it up to eleven in this film. The oh, film right, is quite enough. slow. It's quite slow to begin with, but it just goes off the rails in such a fun way. It's so bad it's good it, it could be it, you oh, okay. could this could easily be on the list for a bad movie night okay uh but the the <laughs> poster itself is if, if you if you ever get a chance to look at it listeners on google or ask jeeves your ever pref- your preferred internet <laughs> web browser and you find the text chainsaw massacre next generation movie poster you should see what looks like a, a female character with a mask wielding a chainsaw yeah nothing to do with the film <laughs> okay. nothing to do with cool. the film that's, that's all I'm going to say about it. that's all I'm going to say you should watch it you should watch it oh, oh I will I, I, well when we do the deep dive I'll have to oh you will you oh. will okay so, so I, I digress but yeah. as a whole Leatherface it's easily stronger it, it, it trumped Ghostface in, in strength in the strength department I think it'd be interesting if we did a if we did a strongest slasher episode because you could then, I mean, the contenders for that, you might have, you would have, be tricky because you could have, it'd be Jason, Michael and, Le- uh, Jason, Michael and Leatherface would mm. be the three main contenders. I'm going to sneeze. No, no. There we you go. Sneeze. <laughs> okay. You, they would be the three main contenders. But then obviously you would, you could technically throw in Freddy in the dream world because he would be unbeatable. Yeah. It, but, it's a tough one with that though, because we'd have to determine the franchise the parts of the franchise because jason from one to four yeah. uh, however you want to describe him he is a mutant he has um, abnormal strength but he's not undead six onwards no. he is that he is. plus the undead and he there are no rules for him really no, michael really michael in the franchise the parts of the franchise we prefer yeah. is just man exactly He's Which is now going out the window by the sound of it. Like I said, the franchise parts we like. <laughs> yeah. That we believe are good. Yeah. He's man. Ghostface has always uh, just been person. To be fair, Ghostface has mainly actually just been either a young adult, uh, yeah. like 20 to 30s, or a teenager. Yeah. Um, um, Billy Loomis's mum. Yeah. So, yes. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Um, obviously, we, we I think we touched upon this in our Screen 5 review. Where obviously, like the kill that Am did, which was apparently uh, Dewey, yeah. Um, we were like, A, there's no way you're that tall. B, there's no way a 16, 17, 17, 16 to 18 year old teenage girl would ever be able to lift up a six foot something man. Now, on that, he wasn't actually lifted up. I found out he wasn't. Or was he not? Up. No, he's on his tiptoes. He's not actually well, lifted. Didn't... I, yeah, I, he's not actually off the ground, basically. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's either on his tiptoes or just like pressing his chest I, forward. Jimmy, I don't believe he's lifted. Even so, it 
I mean, we we already discussed that it can't be Amber because in order for that to yeah. happen, she'd have to be above his height, and she's oh, only yeah, five yeah, foot three. Yeah, um, completely. Like, that's another tangent that we went off on last time. Um, but going back to strength, um, yeah, I think, I think just Leatherface runs Leatherface. away with it. Runs oh, away yeah. with it easily. So your, we'll give that to he's a, a, your unit as a unit of strength. I mean, he hooks uh, Pam up and hooks her. Very little effort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's, there's looking a bit, uh, bit even. I'm not going to lie. Oh, well, mm-hmm. well, there we go. We'll see how it mm-hmm. ends up. With the final category, then I guess we should uh, we should probably do yeah. that. Fear, Fear factor. factor. Hey, what did we say at the same time? Oh, I know. Oh, scary. <laughs> so fear factor so we we had a quick chat about this we did i think fear factor we're going off overall appearance i would say overall appearance and quite frankly who you would rather not meet face yeah, to face we're talking or... about killers with the killer itself not yeah the film itself with no. the film it's from which... but the killer itself which one would you rather not well both meet of the them. demise at i mean <laughs> yeah i'd rather not meet my demise of both of them well, but at least with Ghostface, you might be able to out-trivia him. Which one do you... Do you I mean, in my, in See, my mind, I, which one implies the more of the fear? To, more fear? I... So for me, I, my mind was made up when I watched the close-up scene for Leatherface. Because that just freaked yeah. me out. Because with Ghostface, whilst the killers may be slightly sociopathic they are still rational. You could potentially yes. still rationalize with them. Still there human. is no, no rationalizing with Leatherface. He, his mind is not, obviously he is, obviously he's implied to be a simple inbred mm. man, man child, shall we yeah. say. And you can't, no one can rationalize with them. He, his one goal, as you, obviously you find out later down the line is he's protecting his family. It's like, this is our land, my yeah. family. If you come onto this land, your fair game to me. Backwards um, hick. Yeah, and that's it. Whereas at least with Ghostface, you might be able to be like, right, well, actually, that wasn't me. That was the Ryan from down the street. You've got the wrong yeah. one, you idiot. You could potentially rationalize with him. Uh, yeah. But the th- if you're trying to rationalize with someone that doesn't understand, you have no hope. Plus, if you came face to face and he was wearing the face of your mate who just went banishing, who just disappeared five hours ago, yeah. you'd also be like, oh my God, what on earth am I face to face with? Yeah, like I keep going back to the word unhinged and that is, that's the way to define him. Oh yeah. It's unhinged. He is not that is, that is scarier than a planned motive. That, it, that, yeah. has, that, that, it, that has more of an impactful fear than a planned motive because, mm. because you don't know what he's gonna do next? You don't know how he's yeah. gonna act. Ghostface, yeah, you, as as in the murder mystery uh, sense, you can try to work out what the hell, what's going on, who's gonna be next, what's going on here. Leatherface, you you can't, like you said, you can't rationalize with him. You can't talk. No. You can't even try to understand what is going through that monster head of his. Mm, yeah, and to me, that, that unhingedness is ten times more scarier. Oh, Ten yeah. times more scary than than any planned motive. It's like talking to a dog or a cat. Yeah. It's like you can you yeah. can talk to them and they'll look at you like oh you understand me, but the dog's like, oh. it's right. just hearing noises. It has no idea what you're saying. Um, that's, that's a good. That's a good way. 
Yeah, it's and that's effectively what Leatherface is. It's like talking to a dog. Yeah, it's you could he'll see you talking to him, but it's like I don't care. But the dog will still do its instinctive just things in life. It will just keep on oh, yeah. doing. It will do it. It will do it. Yeah. You could say that actually that is that is all that the ghost face killers, like you said, they are operating to a plan. They yeah. planned it. They've said, right, we've worked it out. You go this way. I go that way. We've planned out the alibis, all these things. Leatherface, it's as soon as you're on his land, it's instinct. It's like, they're on my land. Time to die. Yeah. That's it. There's yeah. nothing else after that. We've got to protect the family. We've got we to gotta get rid of Saw these outsiders. The saw yeah. is family. Now, the thing, also the thing with, I know we're not talking about the films, but the rationalization, mm. that does come into question in the second film. The, uh, uh, my, my good friend on Twitter, Caroline, I can't remember her last name, doesn't matter. Oh, yeah, that whole, play, yeah. Yeah, the actress. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she, she does try to rationalize with Leatherface at one point, try to understand right. him. But obviously, it, it, it doesn't really go anywhere because he's fucking no. Leatherface. Yeah. There's, there's no rationalizing. He, I mean, and you could say that in a way that's he's kind of, he's, He's playing with the char- her character then, isn't he? Yeah. It's like he stops and it's like, she's like, oh my God, I've got through. I've done it. And he's like, yeah, no, no, no. I just, I just thought I'd give you a little bit of hope and then I'm going to crush it. The, yeah. the, fear, the fear essence of when he's chasing Sally for the majority of the film, there, oh, there's, yeah. no, there's no stopping him. This is oh. what he wants to do. This, this is it. He just wants to massacre her and anyone. Like we said, anyone a that comes big in. Big man. He ran fast. He's going to do everything. Even the, the the trucker right at the end. He wants. He's trying to. She, he, the trucker saves Sally, but he wants. He's going to. Right. I'm going to kill the trucker now. I'm going to kill the trucker. Sally yep. jumps on the back of that flatbed truck. He's chasing after her. He's probably going to want to kill the the driver as well. He just yeah. wants to kill. Yeah, that's, that's it. It's purely instinct. In a way, it's similar to Michael Myers. It's just. Pure instinct. Yep. There's no rationalizing with either of them. No, um, well, even go, I suppose even uh, Jason, for that matter. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, also going off appearance as well. Yeah. I mean, Ghostface is literally wearing a scream-inspired, the scream painting-inspired mask, some long black robes, and that's about it. Like, effectively, a Halloween costume. It's very simplistic. Very. Oh simplistic. yeah. But if you were to come across Leatherface you'd be like, okay, he's wearing a disgustingly bloody butcher's apron. Yeah. He's, he, he's, he's got the, like the funny shaped teeth. He's got the wonky teeth, the eyes that, you know, you could, you probably would tell there's nothing behind them. Apart there's from nothing. instincts. Absolutely nothing. But you'd be like, that is either, hopefully you'd be like, that is either a fake mask or the fact that you come across someone wearing someone else's skin even if they were rational, you'd be like, you are clearly not someone I want to have a, fr- a chat with. It's not a costume compared to Ghostface. Ghostface is a costume. Yeah. Leatherface, it's part, because he uses it as part of an identity, doesn't he? It's him. He, he has multiple ones. Oh. Along, alongside oh. the, the later on in the, the dinner scene, he's changed his mask. He has, hasn't because he? Because that's him. He, he, he's obviously has a disfigured face. He likes to wear that. Isn't it, the, cover isn't up it like his disfigured the... the face. Uh, it's like the female, the mum face, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's a. I believe it is a female face because there's a lot of makeup as well on it. Yeah, and that's he, right. He also has a wig, a different wig, different hairstyle. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. 
So it, it, I guess you could class it as a costume, but at the same time, it's not. It's him. It's 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 who he is as a person. He wants to it's, wear that Ghostface. Who is at that? Point. Yeah, Ghost. Whoever is Ghostface, they're just wearing this costume to help with their motive, their killing spree. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, because you could going off the in, the interesting point you made about Leatherface having the different faces for like, oh, I have to I have to play the mum now yeah. of the family. With the Ghostface Killers, you could be like, oh, well, actually, they're all just a copycat. They're like, oh, those two had the really cool idea. I'm going to just nick that idea yeah. and just over make and it look over like it's again. Yeah. Whereas Leatherface, yeah, it's like, no, there is only one Leatherface. Um, so this is him. and it, it, But inside his mind, it's weird. He's very... You could kind of say that the, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre film is a film about family, weirdly. Because when you see you could, Leatherface, uh, yeah. it's like, I have to protect my family. And it's like, oh, yeah. granddad needs to eat. Oh, I'll play the mum. I'll feed yeah. him. I'm now the loving daughter. But when Sally escapes, it's like, off comes the mask. Back goes on the other one. Right, I'm the son again. We gotta, off we, we go. We gotta get him. We gotta get him. Hey, he doesn't change the mask. He still chases. Oh, no, he doesn't, does he? He, he still no. chases in that. But yeah. the personality behind who's driving that at the moment switches back. Oh, it's gone back, yeah, instantly, like that. Flick of a button. God, Leatherface is a really complex guy, isn't he? <laughs> Telling me. In my opinion, <laughs> Leatherface wins the fear factor. Yeah, i got to give it to Leatherface as well. I think it it's has just, to be. I, I would just not want to meet him on a dark night because I think, like we just said, you know, there's no the rationalisation. To try to rationalise with someone that has none, it, you, yeah. you may as well just be like, oh, there's no hope I'm getting out of this. And you're saying um, we wouldn't meet on a dark night. You wouldn't want to meet any single killer we're no. ever going to talk about on this podcast on a dark night, or even on a sunny field, like in a field in a sunny day. I wouldn't want to meet any. Uh, <laughs> am I get? Uh, I mean, you could probably get away with Chucky because he's only like three foot, two foot tall, so you could probably oh, hold him at arm's length. Fuck that doll! I'm kicking that doll across the field. Yeah, exactly. Someone like him, <laughs> you put any of the, the lads who are taller than me. No, uh, which I'd is like probably all a, of them. I think I'd have a good conversation with Pinhead. Yeah, because you're not going to meet Pinhead unless you open his box. Yeah, yeah. Well, again, it's like it's like a. Well, actually, you could probably the only one you would actually probably come across is either be Ghostface or Chucky because if you stay out of Crystal Lake, you won't. Oh yeah, Freddy. You've got well, no, Freddy only. Yeah. Although I would say that if you don't go to Haddonfield, you'll never meet Michael. Don't go to Crystal Lake, you'll never meet Jason. Don't go to Texas, you'll never meet Leatherface. Yeah. Stay out of Westboro. Oh, you stay out of there. Yeah. Um, and Freddy just, uh, no, just don't tell see. yourself it's not real. Yeah. So, so T, T, who would won? you like to know the points? Who won? I so let's have a look. Know. So we have so two, two, three, four, five, six. One, two, three, four, five. Oh, so with points, we had Ghostface, but Leatherface took it with 10 points in total. Yeah, I think yeah. it was a given, to be fair. I think it oh, was yeah. a given. If we'd have added many different other categories, I can't think around off the top of my head, in, tables may have turned, but you, you just can't compare. You can't compare the two, which is it's by choice. No. We, in the future, we might do, we could do Ghostface versus Michael. We could do Jason yeah. versus Leatherface. It, they'll all be different. We could they'll do Mask all, versus Mask. We could do Mask versus Mask, yeah, mm, for sure. That'd be interesting. So that, I think quite, that's... Oh yeah. Oh no, I was going to go on to the next episode, but oh, so was I. <laughs> oh, oh, there was... we go. 
I was just going to say that, like, it's kind of fitting that Leatherface wins our sl- first yeah. slasher versus slasher because of what is about to come in episode four. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, I think it's going to be interesting. I mean, we've obviously, we've had discussions outside of this, you know, we've kind of sent each other messages going, it looks rubbish. It doesn't look too good. But I think we'll go into it with an open mind. Yes. Um, so Texas well, Chainsaw Massacre comes out on Netflix, I believe, this worldwide. Friday. Friday the 18th. And it is yeah, a yeah. new true sequel to the original 94 uh, film, even though uh, this has already been done say, before. Did you say 94 film? 74 film. I did say 94. Thank you for oh. correcting me. 74 yep. film. We've already had many true sequels, but this is now the new true, 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 true sequel. 50 years yeah, later. So, <sighs> there's that sigh. Ugh. So for those who, we won't go, obviously we don't know much about this. The only thing we know is there's a bunch of very young looking kids who are apparently running around the Sawyer estate and Sally, the survivor from the first film, even though she was horrifically traumatized um, Somehow at the end to go of the back. first film, has sat there and gone, I've waited 50 years to go and kill him and has turned into a Sidney Prescott, Laurie Strode looking badass cowgirl killer. And yet you're sitting there and you're like, why would you wait 50 years? Just wait a year, tell them where they are, rock up with the SWAT unit, blast them to pieces. Not happy about it. Yeah, you you really I'm not happy about it. Um, I'm going to kick off next week. Until then, you can find both of us on Twitch, myself at Gaming Grindhouse, yourself at Painted Souls. And we are on the social meds, myself at Twitter at Tom Grindhouse and Instagram at Elray Tom. I didn't add that yep. last time. I figured I'd add that this time. I don't really oh, use Instagram, not? but I figured I'd use it. So Elray Tom, that's E-L-R-A-Y-T-O-M. Oh, good. It's, it's always good to have all your social media accounts at the with different names, you know? Always good to do that. It makes it really easy to follow. Why why would I keep, why would I keep it simple and keep it all gaming grindhouse? No, I'd never do that. Well, I mean, all the dread cards. Uniformity, isn't it? And you can also find myself on Gaming Grindhouse on YouTube, where yep. the video podcast will be along with T's YouTube channel as well. Yes, that's right. So you can find me on YouTube at Tainted Souls. Uh, well, to be fair, you can find me on all social medias at Tainted Souls. Instagram is Tainted Souls. You, Twitter is Tainted Souls. Tainted? Tainted Souls. Tainted Souls. <laughs> tainted Souls, yeah. Just type in Tainted Souls. I'm sure you'll find me. And um, as far yeah. as the Dreadcast podcast itself uh, and previous yeah. episodes, you can find us on Spotify apple and google yep. podcasts podbean and as we just said uh the youtube the youtube the youtube for the kids uh for yep. the video podcast um which i think in the future maybe not right away but in the future we'll try and get some uh, actual proper video podcasts going yes but in the very distant future nice. we've got we've got work to do before that oh yes so much work so, so until then guys you've got some research and some homework to go and do this friday Yep, we do. So we have to. I, you all I can't have to watch. believe we're having to push this film. I don't want to push this film. Well, no. I tell you what, we're going to go and watch Texas go. Chainsaw Massacre because we have to. We will then tell you if you should watch it. The That's answer will probably be no. Yeah. Um, but go watch the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, nineteen seventy-four. Watch that, that one. That. Um, if you want to watch the two thousand three version, because that's yeah. also not too bad. Yeah. Um, and and then, I'd yeah, recommend we'll, the sequel. The sequel, the, re- yes. the, the real sequel to the original with Dennis Hopper. Yes, I've actually I've got that on DVD. I might go watch that tonight. Actually, good on you. Right, we've got some homework to go do. 
Let's go do it. Sally, I hear something. Stop! Stop! Ah! 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 Ah!